You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Psyched by MG. This is Mary Grace Randazzo Ratliff, or MG for short. I've been a psychotherapist in private practice for 32 years now. Guess what, everyone? We all have issues. So it's time to lighten up and move forward. Let's stop letting our crap control us and take control of our crap. Hello, everybody. Hi, Barbara. Hello, Queen. How are you? What's going on? I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I have been busy. Well, you and me both. You and me both. Oh, my gosh. Just I've, um, yeah, I, I know. I know. You it's know, hectic. It is hectic. I mean, you know, this time of year, it's holiday time. Um, our offices are usually really busy. I mean, we got right. a lot going on. And then with the pandemic, of course, we're, we're just constantly, like, we aren't getting our lulls that we usually get. Um, but now and then in January and February, we usually get a lot. Um, right. So, but I, I'm concerned about what's going to happen this year. Um, but what's heartbreaking is um, we don't have enough therapists to treat people. I mean, the, the waiting lists are running, you know, two, three months. I can, I can imagine. I mean, I mean, God bless you all because... I, you know, you were talking about how sometimes you're doing like seven hour back to back. And it's a testament to the fact that your services are greatly needed and that there are not enough people doing that. Yeah. For me as a coach as well, because our my work kind of straddles some of what you do. Um, just, you know, having people talk and, you know, this brings us back to the whole resolutions thing, because one of the things that I'm seeing happening a lot with me right now is people coming with, all right, coach, 2021 is my year. And, you know, I've got my goals and my resolutions. And I'm like, mm, the road to hell was paved with the best intentions. Can we beep, beep, back it up for a little bit? Let's look at this whole resolutions thing let's look at this whole goal setting for the new year thing let's let's look at it because i have clients who've been setting the same goals for the last three years and it's like sometimes the goal doesn't even it's like it's on paper and stays on paper so i i wanted us you know for this show because yeah because i it's a great way to try to set people up as we go into the new year 2021 yep and look at what is what is the deal about setting resolutions, and why like I think they resolutions, don't work. Quite frankly, they don't work. Why they and, don't work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Before we start, yes, because we were going right. We were already gone. You and I, like when we want to go, we just want to go. <laughs> the horses have bolted this. <laughs> and like our producers will tell us, yeah, but when you guys do that, you forget. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you can find um, Psyched by MG um, and Generic African Auntie, uh, which is Barbara um, Mangami's uh, podcast that she does. Um, you can find both. Uh, on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, yeah, um, Instagram, YouTube, uh, of course, right here on Facebook. Um, we love, love, love hearing from you. Please, please press like uh, if you're watching the show, if you're listening to the podcast. Um, please give us a comment. Uh, we would appreciate any ideas or concerns that you might have. Um, and we would love to do shows around them. Um, you know, some of the shows we are coming from people messaging us. So right. uh, please message us and let us know what you're thinking. Cause we do care about all of you. Uh, this is the point of this podcast, um, to get you to, you know, know you're connected to and that, uh, we all have crap and we want you to fall in love with the crap that you have. It's no big deal. So yeah. um, please message us. And uh, again, now, now we can go back to, you know, resolutions and why they don't work. They don't um, work, Mary Grace. They don't work. 
they don't. And my life changed. I'll tell you why resolutions don't work. From my perspective and what I've seen with coaching, you know, people will get a piece of paper and they'll go, right, New Year's coming and I am going to lose 50 pounds. So January 1, I'm starting. And they'll be saying this like this time of year. And I'm like, start now. I'm like, hmm? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to start. And I'm like, no, start now. Now. What are you waiting for January whatever for? Yes. Right? Yes. Like, what are you waiting for? That's an arbitrary day. I'm in an, who, look, on the continuum, time-space continuum, what is the difference between starting today and starting at that other point? What is it? Well, you know, the holiday's coming up and I want to eat. And I'm like, you can still do mindful eating at that time. You can, if you wait until January 1 to start, you're not going to start. No, I'll get all my good groceries in. I'm like, why don't you get in good groceries now? Well, here's the thing with resolutions, guys. Resolutions is our own way of lying to ourselves by kicking the can further down the road. Because when January comes, this is what you're going to tell yourself. Oh, you know what? This first week of January, let me just recover from the holidays. You know what? I'm going to start the second week of January. I'm going to use the first week of January to do all my planning. You're kicking the can down the line. These resolutions for a lot of people are just a fancy way of saying I'm procrastinating. Yeah. It's a fancy way of saying I, I'm really not yet quite ready to do the thing I need to do to change or transform. Transformation is scary for a lot of people. Whatever that might be in your life, be it starting a new book, be it, you know, be it, be it doing anything new. Yeah. We always have this, this innate fear of, of the new because it's, it's uncomfortable to get out of your comfort zone. Even if your comfort zone is a painful place, it's very, it's, we, we'd rather stay the way we are because it's familiar than to step out and try to do something because most of us fear failure. That's yeah. the thing. And so some of us would rather not even start, even though we have the resolutions on paper. That's right. And, you know, when people do that to themselves, they need to understand that when you kick the can down the road and say, I'm going to do this after this, I'm going to do this later. Um, when the later shows up and you have to face it, you have to fight all of the ra- the rationalizations, all of the, the crazy crap you tell yourself at some point that gets you to not do it at all. That's it. And then here's the the next step is you don't follow through. You keep waiting and waiting and waiting. You don't follow through. And then you beat yourself up. Right. And you put yourself down. And then you lose hope. And you don't feel like you can have control. And you feel like you're out of control. And then you beat yourself up again. And you have to understand that whole cycle is the problem. That's it. That's the problem. Shame spirals, we call them. That's when you beat yourself up and you put yourself down and you say, oh God, I can't believe I binged eight again and blah, blah, blah. You go into a shame spiral. And when you get in a shame spiral, the chances of you getting up the next day and doing it the right way, it's really hard. You know, because Mary Grace, that's so important that you say that. And people need to understand why it gets so hard is because every time you disappoint yourself on something, you lose a little confidence and trust in yourself. And so the more, that's why I'm like, can we quit with the resolutions? Can we, can we start doing something different? Because the minute you start to lose trust in yourself, because your self-esteem is low, it just, it just becomes you disappointing yourself some more, you losing more confidence, you disappointing yourself. And you're setting yourself up for failure by doing that year after year after year. So my advice to my clients generally is when I say, why aren't we starting now? Why are we waiting until January? Is set small, ridiculously small achievable goals now. So the holidays are coming up. What is a ridiculously small achievable goal? Well, don't eat half the cheesecake. How about you eat, I don't know, a quarter of it? 
uh, don't go and binge drink. How about you, you know what I mean? Yes. This idea that people want to just jump into something and do it cold turkey. Yes. It works for some people, but some people it doesn't. Yeah. Right? So why don't you set small achievable goals so that when you achieve them, you're so proud of yourself and that builds your self-esteem. Yes. Then you set another little one and you take bigger and bigger chunks as you go along. Before you know it, it's a month gone down and you're on the road to achieving the big, big goal. Yeah. Right. So start out saying, you know what, if I don't gain any weight during this holiday, that's huge. That, that should be right. maybe your first focus. That's right. That's and then right. you work from, okay, now if I could just in the month of January, if I could just lose in the month of January, 10 pounds or five pounds, whatever is small and ridiculously achievable for you, set that and achieve it. Boost your self-confidence. Then you're like, okay, I'm on the road here. I'm doing it. It's not painful. It's not traumatic. Uh, it, it, it's not overwhelming. So you don't overthink it and you just do it because it's achievable. And before you know it, six months down the line in June and you're back in your bikini. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think you're, you're stating a good point and, and you can't, the other thing resolutions need, well, they need to get the hell out of there, but. <laughs> word um they need you need to do them with other people people think resolutions are supposed to be the solitary act and you are not going to do well if they are right. whether it is i'm going to get control of my finances right you know what before the holidays are over call a financial advisor that's it Talk, if you've got a family member that's really good at it, give them a call. Yeah. If you have a friend that's really good at it who works with somebody, say, hey, who do you work with? Right. Um, it's the same thing with, with weight. Um, you know, and I'll use myself as an example because I gained the COVID-19-19. Um, and, and Matthew and his partner and I were talking and I said, okay, there's two goals that I have for myself. One is I'm going to talk more openly about my eating lately mm-hmm. and two, well, three goals, three, I need my chubby buddies yeah. and we need to be accountable to one another. That's it. And we need to get on the same page and be on the same team and, and work together. And so right. I want to, we're going to do a note page where we send each other what we're eating through the day and our exercise Right. Um, and, um, oh, I forgot what the third one was. But anyway, I, and, and my son had come to, my son has lost 40 pounds during this COVID. Wow. Good for him. Oh, and wow. Finger wow. lost weight during COVID. And he had a long talk with me and he had said, mom, I don't like what I'm seeing. Like you, when you eat a piece of cake, your problem with your weight gain is then you think you failed and then you're eating another cookie and then you're mm-hmm. eating the next mm-hmm. day and you feel bad about the day before. So you're still eating breads and you're eating this and you're eating that. He said, I lost the 40 pounds because I knew when I did something and I ate too much, I stopped after that, that serving. Right. But you know why? Because he wasn't throwing the baby out with the bathwater. A lot of us have this self-sabotage, which is why I'm like, can we quit with the grandiose big things? I need to lose 60 pounds. Can you first try to lose the one pound? (laughs) Let's take it back to basics. If you can shed the one, then guess what? Then you can do two. The next time you can maybe say, okay, I'll lose four. But what we tend to do is one slice of cake it's not going to take you from 45 to 60. Yeah. But in our minds, it does. It's that self-sabotage mentality. I've had a cheat day or a cheat meal or a snack that then turns into a cheat year. Yes. No. <laughs> we got to get perspective on these things. And he's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. And it's, it's a mindset thing that it I is. work with, with a lot of my keto clients, you know, yes. which is like, oh, I ate bread. And so I ate bread on Monday. And so that was the whole week done. I'm going to start again in two weeks. I'm like, <laughs> but 
By the time you're starting in two weeks, you'll have put on 15 pounds instead of fighting the 0.001 pounds you just put yeah. from a slice of bread. Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's, and when you put it that way, people are like, oh, yeah. I didn't think of it like that. I'm like, yeah, so you had for lunch, you ate half a cheesecake. How about for dinner, you just drink some ketones and go to bed? Okay. Instead of saying, well, for dinner, since I broke that rule, I'm going to eat a whole bowl of pasta because it's our mind. It's getting control of what goes on in here. That is really where it's at. And that compulsive behavior, no matter what it is, it is a bigger problem. It is not the food. It is not the alcohol. It is not the money. It yes. is a bigger problem. What do you do when you're stressed? Do you know when you have stress? Do you know when you are afraid? What do you do when you feel anger? How do you deal with it? Now, I've talked about this before. I know if I get frustrated and I walk into the kitchen, I'm not going to have control right. because I eat anger. You, you need resolutions need to turn into ways in which we get to know ourselves better so that we don't do the compulsive behaviors that we beat ourselves up for. And then as you get to know yourself, you can know yourself so well to say, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm already, my son and I sat down and had a talk and we said, okay, Christmas day. Mom is not going to get penitone. Mom is not going to buy, you know, the foods. Garrett said, don't turn this into a whole day affair of us eating bad. You know, we can have homemade pizza and that stuff, but let's not turn it into a whole day. Whole day. And I said, okay, one sweet thing. Mm-hmm. One sweet thing. Let's work together. And so you have to connect with other people. You yeah, have I'm to surprised. understand. Yeah. You have coping mechanisms and impulse control problems that are leading you to act out in these ways. You have feelings that you don't deal with very well, that you run from by doing this compulsive behavior and not allowing yourself to land in whatever it is that's causing you any form of distress. If you don't know what the distress is, you cannot master healthy ways of coping with your stress. Yeah, that you is absolutely to, true. And you have to talk to other people about, it. you know, people all the time in sessions will say, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. I said, talk to somebody and say that. I don't even know what's stressing me out right now. Right. I don't know what to do. Great. Watch a person's reaction to that. They'll probably go, oh my gosh, I totally hear you. I know, I don't know what to do in that situation either. Wow, it's hard not to know. It sucks not to know. It could be this. It could be that. When you when you're trying to get to know what is stressing you out that leads you to the compulsive behaviors that we have to change and we think we're going to change when it comes resolution time, that you you have to stop long enough to go, wow, I have these cycles of coping Mm -hmm. that get me in this damn place at the end of the year, year after year after year after year. And I feel like shit about myself over it. Right. Well, you know what? Talk about that. I'd rather hear people at the end of the year talking about, wow, okay, if I were to get to know myself this year, and, and I'll use myself as an example, wow, I gained weight. Jeez, I, my codependency crept in this year. This whole pandemic thing threw me into that cycle of not being as connected to myself. And so therefore I was snacking and eating and making all those breads and eating all those breads. I mean, oh, man, girl, and, don't talk about bread. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. Big deal. Big freaking deal. Where am I today? Where am I today? And the first thing I did was I started talking about it and saying, Wow, I'm watching myself gain weight. I'm not comfortable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out and start to take care of myself. And I took a day off of work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wow, I was more burned out than I thought. Burned and that's out. something that's important. The more detached you get, and the longer you're in that detached cycle where you don't know how you feel, you're not feeling your fatigue, you're not feeling your aggravations, you don't know what you're mad about, you don't know if you're afraid. 
the longer you're in that cycle, the worse it gets. Yep. Because people say, how are you? And, and you go, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Because truly you don't know. Because truly you're not in touch. Because truly you're so busy and so hectic that, yeah, you don't know because you're not in touch with yourself. It's a very scary place to be because uh, I've been like, I've been there. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, right now I'm not so much in there anymore because of the spiritual journey I'm on that forces me to get grounded. It forces me to go inward and listen to me. Yes. But I have a tendency towards that where I can be in goal mode for months, like months, yes. not feel, not hear. And at the end of it, it's like, if somebody really says, how are you really? It's like, uh, busy. Then yes. that's the answer. Cause I, that's what comes up is busy because yes. I'm so detached from everything else that's been going on with me. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Oh, and men and this, word detachment. Mm. I mean, I, you know, I treat all kinds of people, you know, men, if I'm going to talk to you for a minute, you guys get so task driven and the more stressed out you get, the more task driven you get some of you. And you get the more task driven you get, the more you, you just aren't there. You're not there emotionally. And you don't know how you feel. You don't know what's going on. But next thing you know, you're passive aggressive. You're snapping at little stupid things. You're, you're judging people. You're criticizing too much. You know, you're doing, you know, you're walking into a room and everybody can feel your energy. Yeah. You walk into a room and you start fussing about things like, Oh, who left this book over here? Who left that over here? Who didn't put the cushion right? Why is this cushion on the floor? It's like, dude, it's got nothing to do with the cushion. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's up to you as men. I need you to get to know that. This whole task thing, this whole, you know, passive aggressive. Um, there's a good book. It's called... Um, passive aggressive when being in control gets out of control. Mm. Um, I recommend you guys get it because you have to really learn how to get connected. Um, And that your passive aggressiveness on the end of the passive, it is aggressive. Mm -hmm. Criticizing others, picking at others, their vulnerabilities, their mistakes, um, acting entitled, um, you are really hurting people and you're, you're making people walk on eggshells and this kind of person can also get into the whole, I've got to work out. Um, you know, nothing should come in the way of my workouts. Uh, I need my rest. Um, you're comfortable with working out and you're comfortable with sleeping, but you're not good at, really getting to know yourself and what you're going through. And because you don't do that, how much that's a ripple effect to other people and how hard you can end up being, how hard you can be on people. Right. Um, Especially at the end of the year, you know, people in the corporate world, it's year end people who work for, you know, the big three people who um, work, you know, in business, uh, people who own their own businesses, you know, guys, especially, you know, if you're snappy, if you're struggling, if you're eating too much, if you aren't sleeping well, um, you can hear this, like that end of the year. And if you start getting into resolutions and it's only including, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to get fit. You aren't going to win. You aren't going to win. You got to get to know yourself. You got to get to know yourself and know yourself well enough so that you can really achieve a different end of the year that you've had probably the last several. Um, And uh, for men, you know, my guys right now, I'm really having heart to hearts about this, that this detachment you have has such serious ramifications. Yeah. You can't protect anybody when you're detached. You can't protect anybody. When you don't feel things, you know, again, we've talked about this so many times before, Barbara, 
your emotions are alert systems that something's wrong. Oh, absolutely. They are the signal that something needs to be looked at. They're the the alert. They're your red flag, really. You're feeling a certain way means there's something going on that you need to pay attention to. Yes. Yes. And when you get agitated and snippy, you got to sit down for a minute. Slow the F down. Sit down. Let somebody in. Let your partner talk to you. Let your buddy talk to you. And guys, do this for each other, for God's sakes. Right. I mean, men, come on. Ask your friend. If you're noticing that their blood pressure's up or they haven't been in the best mood, go grab the sub sandwich and sit down and go, hey, are you all right? Are you, you don't have to use a lot of words. Are you all right? Because you seem so stressed out. And, it, and then, guys, if someone's asking you that question, stop for a minute, take a breath, and go, I don't know, man. I'm not sleeping. Or, you know, right. My blood pressure is too high. Right. You know, I put on weight. I'm, I'm drinking too much. Connect. Connect. Don't turn it into some resolution at the end of the year that I'm just going to start working out. Well, if, if that's your resolution... How come? What's the problem? Right. Exactly. Why didn't you get up and do it? Because it's a lot more to the resolution than meets the eye. That's why I said a lot of these resolutions end up on paper. It's easy to write something on a piece of paper. That's right. Gosh, if, if I, I can fill a notebook with all the resolutions I've made over the years, oh. and that will never accomplish. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be frank. Permission to be vulnerable here. Yes. I teach on this now because over the years, I have learned some things about myself. Uh, that have helped me on this journey. And like I said, one of them is, yeah, it doesn't sound fancy when you say to people, you know what, um, I'm, I, I just want to eat healthy and therefore I'm going to pick a few things. People in your mind are more impressed when you say, oh, I'm, I'm losing 100 pounds this year. Oh, wow. That, wow, well done. Yeah, that gets more of a response and a reaction But then when you're by yourself and you sit down and you look at that, you choke. That's too big a chunk. And then ask yourself, even the the hundred pound weight loss I want, why? What do I get at that? Because remember the story I always tell you of how, you know, I've had clients who say I'm going to lose 60 pounds because I want to fit into a nice pair of leggings or jeans. And they will do it because then they go hard and fast for say six months, shed that weight, get into that dress. And guess what happens after that? They start putting the weight right back on. And it's like, what happened? Because if that was your end goal, if literally your end goal was that material, that's right. then when you achieve it and you have not done the inner work that's required, if, you, if your goal is not just bigger than self, if your goal is not, your resolution is not bigger than that, you're going to get there. You will fit that dress because it's there reminding you every day that I'm going to fit into you and you're going to fit into it. And then what? Now you've done that. And then what? You're going to spiral right back because the old narrative that needs to be worked at before you can even engage your resolution is still playing. It's been playing all along. You just had a short time where you focused for a minute, where willpower could carry you for a minute and you got through it. But now you're back. And you're going, you're backtracking, you're going backwards again. What happened? That inner work is so important to any, that's why resolutions don't work because they don't come from inner work. Resolutions come from your mind. You telling yourself, I've got pen and paper. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write an epic novel, right? I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know, whatever it is you want. It's easy to do that. But have you done the inner work to meet those resolutions where they are? Yes. Yes. And be accountable to people. That's it. That's it. That's where your tribe is important. That's right. Don't be the lone ranger with some of this stuff. As a writer, you need a writing community. You want to shed some body weight, find a community that's shedding body weight in the manner that you're comfortable with. If it's keto, find a keto community. There's so many even here on Facebook online. I think I'm part of like a thousand keto groups. Yeah. Yeah. Right? If it's it's paleo you like, if it's weight, whatever it is you want, find your tribe. 
find the community where you wake up every morning and you're going to do the thing because not only is it for you, but you've got other people depending on you to succeed so that they feel encouraged. If you make your, your resolutions bigger than you, if you make it more than just about yourself, if you attach it to something noble, like I want to help my keto community by being the example, or I want to write this novel because it's got elements in it that will change the world consciousness, whatever it is, make it lofty. You're more likely than to have that bigger vision that allows you to do the small steps and goals in between to actually, you know, achieve your resolution. And, and again, watch out for when falling down is such an important thing to master. Mm-hmm. Don't go into what we call shame spirals, you know, self-abuse. You, you have to learn how to be a good parent to yourself. And people fall off resolutions because the self-abuse is started because you can't be perfect. Understanding how to handle the mistakes is just as important as figuring out what works. Exactly. Well, the mistakes are part of the figuring out, right, Mary Grace? So you're making mistakes because, and you're figuring out that the mistake is the thing you did that didn't work. So what's the lesson there? Well, that thing didn't work. I'm not going to do it again. Let me look for an alternative way, a different option. Yes. What will work? Right. So, so the fate is, I call it failing forward. Yeah. Where you're failing to learn a lesson. The reason you're failing is because something isn't working. Yes. Now you needed to know that you need dead to know that the only way you could have known that is if you failed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's just logic. So then now, you know, you failed. Okay. You failed. I didn't say you were a failure. Right. No, the difference. I said you failed. Yeah. Now, you know, that doesn't work. Let's shift perspective and learn the lesson. That didn't work. What does? You'll try something else. You'll fail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're failing forward. That didn't work either. Hmm. Okay. Do you know that Einstein worked that way? That's how basic science works. We come up with this amazing hypothesis, right? And we'll say, the COVID-19 vaccine will do X, Y, Z. That's where we start with that declaration, hypothesis. Then we set about doing a series of experiments that fail and fail and fail and fail a billion times before finally, boom, we hit the one experiment that says, yes, actually, you were correct. That's right. Right? But it's, it's, it's a series of, it's not like Newton woke up one day and said, oh, law of relativity or e, e, energy equals MC squared. I got it. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. No! It took nearly his entire life to figure that one out. So we got to get real, guys. We got to get real about the work that needs to be done for you to go from point A to point B. Yes. Yes. And that failing is actually an integral part of that work. Yes. And to get comfortable with it, like people get so, you know, there are people who will come in and I know that I have to tell them about something they have to see and change a problem that they have. And I can tell the ones who treat themselves in ways that they would never treat somebody else. Like they are just going to melt into a puddle. And so I can see it in their eyes. I can see it. I can read it. I can feel the energy in the room. And I'll say, okay, I have to tell you something. But I can tell by the look on your face. What is it like for you to make a mistake? And they kind of go, what do you mean? I just, for a second, what do you go through when you make a mistake? Because you know I'm about to tell you something that you got to change. But if, if I want you to look in that mirror that I got hanging on that wall and notice like you are bracing in a way mm-hmm. yep. as if you, number one, you're about to get your ass kicked mm-hmm. and that, defense mode. that you've just shot somebody like, 
And, and, and we, th- this, is, this is the core right here. We have to change this. You, I, I need you to get comfortable with falling down. I need you to get comfortable with being afraid. That's our goals here. Because the quicker you can recover from a mistake, yes. the healthier you're going to be. Good parent yourself. And I can tell when I watch people, I can tell that they've been abused. I can tell that they've been persecuted through their lives. I can tell the tender years growing up, they were picked on. They were beat up. They were sexually assaulted as young children. I can tell because as I go to uh, go to um, look at something with them, I can tell by the way they react and how hard the brace is. And I, I, I often ask this question, how do you know when you're afraid? Because they get scared. You know, I'm about to tell them something. So they get scared. I right. say, how do you know when you're afraid? They're like, what do you mean? I don't know. And I said, well, you sound aggravated right now. When you're afraid, you usually get pissed. And they start to laugh. And they're like, I don't know. I, I think so. And I'm like, get to know that. Uh, to truly accomplish a goal for life, you have to get to know all this stuff. When I lost all my weight, because I lose weight, I gain it. I lose weight, I gain it. And I'm mastering not gaining as much. Mm. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to feel accomplished when I haven't gained any weight back in five years. I've never been able to maintain that. Right. I'm going to really celebrate when I hit that in five years. And I'm not going through recovery. Because I know how hard it is for me personally when I'm stressed and how I grab food. And I found out from my dad recently that I was a kid who was starved Mm. in the first year of life. And so I have an anxiety connected to food. So when Mm -hmm. I learned that, I went, oh, my God. No wonder I have a butler's pantry that's so packed with stuff and I can never, you know, not, I'll get anxiety. I learned that about myself. Right. So now I go, oh, just breathe. You're an adult. You, if you're hungry, you can go someplace and buy food. Exactly. You're not a little child who's dependent, who gets starved. And yeah. so I learned that about myself. And I, I, you know, through the years have said, okay, my achievement, number one, isn't going to be a resolution. It's going to be an exploration of the self. Mm-hmm. And falling in love with the wobblies and the insecurities and the mistakes that I think are funny as hell and just getting comfortable with embarrassment and feeling (laughs) foolish (laughs) and, you know, the silly darn thoughts that we all have when we, you know, screw up, fall in love with it. Send that love and, and it will change permanently. It will get better. So it's, it's something that, you know, I I have a friend, she struggles too. And I said, yeah, I gained this weight back. And I said, I'm struggling. And I thought, oh, I'm laughing. And that one part of me feels any bit of shame. Right. I feel human. I feel humble. But how good it feels not to feel shame. And we started laughing. We started laughing. We were, we were kidding around saying, geez, does liposuction work? <laughs> I'd ever do it. But we were laughing with each other. God, what about wiring the jaw shut? Oh, hell no. See, I could not do that. Okay. No, that that is all a joke, everybody. That is I know, I know. But I, I wanted to interject here because I think it's so hilarious what my reaction shows you about me is that if I set myself something to do something i still want the freedom to undo it if i want to see the rebel inside me total rebel so now you want to wire my jaw shut because so that word okay (laughs) if i want uh two pints of ice cream which i'm not saying i want right now but but in the event that i want it i want the freedom to be able to get that sucker and eat it if you wire my jaw shut what am i gonna do i'm gonna melt it i'm gonna suck it in with a straw what i'm gonna do Cause I find a way. So wiring the jaw. You know it. You know the the what do they call this? The gastric bypass. There's a reason these things aren't working. 
it is precisely that that you've got people That's who, right. if you don't do the inner work you will find a way around the wired joy you understand me you'll get somebody to chew that steak and you'll slip it out right you'll put it in the blender you will have what you want by right. hook or by crook and the surgeons who do gastric bypass they preach this all the time they say you have to change you really have to change for this. Do they have though a program? Because sometimes I think there's a bit of a responsibility. I mean, I'm not in that field, so I don't know. But the I've dealt with clients. Program. The good yeah, I've dealt with clients who don't seem to have had any any amount of counseling around it that is sufficient, and who have had this, they lose a hell of a lot of weight. Then they just go back to finding ways to get their goodies. Like, okay, I'll suck on a whole bar of chocolate if it takes me all day. I don't care, but I'll do that. Then they get malnourished because they're not getting in the proper nutrients they need because they're opting for their favorite foods, the foods that got them into trouble in the first place. But the space is too small. So then they'll be like, you know what? Forget the vegetables. Forget the fruit. Let me slurp me up some ice cream. There's only a tiny bit of space. So, again, the mindset work is critical. And and some of them end up with problems. Like I have, a, I have a, one of my clients went into sepsis, and she flatlined twice. Right, because now they had to go in there, and then they had to undo where they put this this ring or whatever it is they call this thing that they put there, and it was all rotting and it, you know bloodstream issue sepsis. And so I sit back and I'm like, because the work wasn't done. Now we're doing the program that I run and. She's still struggling, but at least we're doing the mindset work. And I'm like, wow, this, this, was, this was a disaster averted. Because despite the fact that she now, at the, at the point that I met her, she now had a colostomy bag because things went haywire and everything. She was still slurping the ice cream. Does that you know what I mean? And that, mind, you know, that's that, that, that mindset work yeah. is critical. And that's also a shout out to surgeons who do these procedures and doctors and psychiatrists. You know, there is no magic pill. And people in my field, when I trained, knew that through our cores. And the psychiatrists knew it. There were some that didn't care, but we knew it is not, it is a tool in the box. Right. to deal with the underlying issues. There are so many people and not all, and hear this clearly, I'm not saying all people, but as they, when they put on weight and they deal with layers, they have a trauma in there Mm -hmm. that has never been dealt with. And so as they come out into the world and expose themselves, they get triggered and next thing you know, why, why, why I was so motivated. What's happening to me? Well, you've got an underlying issue that you're not even, you don't even realize is going on. Right. You have to talk to a therapist. You need, and make sure the darn therapist specializes in that. Because if, the, you know, you can go to a therapist and they don't know what they're doing. But it is connected to a trauma. So you need to do some trauma work, especially people who deal with severe obesity. Yeah. It's so absolutely it's critical, yeah. That when so many sexual abuse victims will put extra weight on to cover oh, themselves yeah. up. Yeah, it's protection. Yeah. It's, it's a protective mechanism. You know, yeah. I, that's why I keep saying the mind is a very powerful place. And if that doesn't get worked on to fix the wiring and to to exchange some of those narratives that are constantly running, that's how you it, it, you can you can you can talk to a person and they will hear you and tell you, yeah, I know what I'm doing is terrible. I, I know. But they still compel to do it. I know. I you know. know? I know. It's so sad. It's so yeah. sad. I see it all the time. Yeah. I see it all the time. You know, and, and there is a, you know, people who struggle with compulsive behaviors, compulsive eating, whatever it is, they don't realize they have a stubbornness to them there, you know, whatever trauma that they went through, they developed their compulsive eating number one, to feel like they have control over something because that world that they grew up in that traumatized them, they didn't have any power or control. 
Right. So it's about a control issue. And then you, when, especially when you're a kid who goes through that, that coping mechanism becomes such a strong habit and it gets very stubborn and resistant. And sometimes when someone's sitting in my office and they're, you know, they start doing, you, you talk in a certain way where you rationalize why mm-hmm. you like, why you need a resolution, you know, why I'll just wait till after the new year. And, you know, someone like Barbara is saying, but why not start now? And they'll say, yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but. And, you know, if anybody who's listened to our podcast, you know, Barbara and I will be like, oh, God, cut the shit. Like, really? You're going to butt me? Like, you ain't going to be butting me. I'm going to tell you that right now. You know, it doesn't work. Number one, how's this work? This rationale that you're spinning your freaking wheels on. How is it working for you? It doesn't work. And you said the same stuff last year and you're still in the same oh, spot. My right? God. You, said the, you made the same, because I, I track people, right? So I've got your stuff written down when we're talking yeah. again. Doing yeah. Resolution time. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you said exactly that verbatim last year. Yes. As one of your reasons why we're going to wait. Yes. yes. Right? Did the waiting help us get anywhere? No, we did not. So we're gonna scrap the weight. That's Let's right. Scrap it now, because it didn't work, right? Lesson learned. We're not gonna we're not gonna keep going around like the hamster in the wheel. And no. that hamster wheel, which is so that way of thinking which is so familiar to you, you use that familiarity as a subconscious way to soothe yourself. But what you don't realize is you keep creating the same craziness and the same defeat and unhappiness, just like in your childhood. You're creating the same pattern as if you have no power in your life in adulthood to change it. But you do. You do. You're an adult now. The mm-hmm. war is over. Post-trauma yeah. stress. That's it. It's about triggers so you can differentiate what you're choosing to do. Right. You don't need the old stubborn ways. You, it's, it's safe enough now to stop, stop covering yourself up, stop doing the old behavior patterns, stop your stubbornness, start to listen. And yeah, are you going to get some feelings? Yep. They were never the problem. You have a good cry, you fall asleep. I've never had a client in 30 something years now that died from crying. No, (laughs) they don't. They fall asleep. They said, oh, my God, I cried so hard I fell asleep. Oh, good. Was it a good rest? Yeah, actually, it was. I'm like, yeah, you got your release. Good for you. There go. So the, the whole resolution thing, it's, it's such a big layered issue, and it's hard to watch for Barbara and I both because we watch people do this thing where it's like running into a wall over and over over and over again and we go oh my god stop hitting the wall the door right. is over here now if you follow <laughs> me i'm going to send you to through the freaking door right and the person goes yeah but i'd like the door here but the door ain't there dude yeah it's exactly. wall. touch wall it's over here are you and you thought the door was there last year and how that how that work for you it didn't right so you're going to go, you're going to end up with a big old forehead like this. So you're going to crack your head, but that door is not there. Yeah. It's, it's the narrative, isn't it? It's so deeply ingrained and it keeps going. It's, so, going, it's a going. habit. It's powerful. It's, powerful. Power, it's familiar. It's stubborn. And, and the other part you have to know, the person who's helping you, you have such trust issues. You are so scared to let go and just follow people in your life fucked it up they hurt you so i understand why you weren't following and going but at some point you have to learn to differentiate you have to learn to discern this is a good person who's really here for me and gonna help you have to have blind faith you're scared Watch that person who you're trying to follow. Watch their behaviors and their words and make sure they match. That's how you know you can trust them. If they're there for you every week, if they're talking to you, if they're honest, if they're transparent, give it a shot. If they have experience, 
give it a shot and push through your trust issues because it isn't just about you have to learn different behaviors. You have to begin to trust that somebody can lead you. That's it. I would say you got to be leadable, teachable, coachable. Otherwise, you can't work together. You got to learn to trust me. You know, you got to learn to trust that if I say we're going left, uh, even though your narrative is telling you let's go right, you're going to have to defer to me who's saying let's go left. Left. Right. Especially if you've been going right for 10 years and you're still stuck in the same place. Okay. So I'm, I'm just like offering you an out. Can we go left? Just trust me. Let's go left. <laughs> Honest to God. Honest to God. Oh my God. I, I, and, and, you know, I tell people in my field, I say, look it, there is no part of me being right that I take pleasure in. It's hard when I watch you be wrong because I know you got hurt. There is no, it is, it is the heart. I walk away going, Oh, they're going down the drain again. Oh my God. It is so hard to watch, but I also know my limits. I cannot force you to do something. You no, you cannot choose it yourself. So I have to go, okay, I'll be here when you come back up. I'll no. send the ladder down to you. You crawl back. Up. <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's hard. A, that's one of the hard parts about what we do. I think Mary Grace is literally being able to see somebody's potential, being able to see who they are, but they cannot see oh, themselves no matter what you do. And the only way they'll see themselves the way you do is if they do the work to get out of their own way so that yes. they can actually see their essence. Yes. And that's a tough one. That's where, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of my hardships. With yes. what, what, I love what I do because when that does happen, it is just so sublime and just so beautiful to watch. Yeah, yes. So. yes, exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, Barbara, we only have two minutes left. So people, please, please hear this. Screw the damn resolutions. It is yes. so much bigger than that. Um, message us if you are struggling with the particular one. Exactly. Um, we love to hear about it. Uh, we can shoot you some resources. Exactly. Um, we can talk more about it. If there's a specific, you know, resolution that you're making every year, let us know about it. Um, and uh, we'll help you. We'll connect. You know, we're in the struggle together, too. I mean, oh, I absolutely. Mean, uh, Always. You know, the weight loss one, whatever the hell it is for that day. I don't know. Yeah, um, do something. It's all, <laughs> and you know, let's team. Let, you know, we 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 all dealing with weight. You know, we could be everybody's chubby buddy. You know, we could start a little group. Um, so, if you're interested in that, why don't you give us a message? Um, and on that note, we're we're gonna you know stop and say you know where you can find us. Anything podcast, Google podcast, Apple podcast, Detroit podcast, um, Facebook. You know, just look us up at Psyched by MG and uh, Generic and Generic African Auntie Barbara Mandami. Uh, and it's a pleasure as always. Always, always love you guys. Please do take care of yourselves. Take care of everybody else around you and see you soon. See you soon. Take care, everybody.